the Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. It's funny how the difference a week can make. Welcome to the Pepper and Dylan Show. Uh, back live Monday, August 14th. Um, What's that? What's that? Does my voice just sound like that? That's is that how it always, always has sounded? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's who I am. That's who you are. God, I had a different vision in my head. <laughs> That'll get you. Just hearing it now? Yeah. I thought I had that like a radio, radio announcer thing going. No, no you don't. Never, mm, hey? No. Always this? Yeah. This has been it. Are you sure the mics aren't broken? This has been it. Something sounds different. This isn't how I sound. That's how you sound. Come on. Yeah. This always? Yeah. This is me. I only texted with you uh, during the week off. I didn't hear your voice and hearing it now. That's the same old voice. Robbie, he's making that up. You know no, him. I've, he's not consistent. This isn't how I sound. I've known your, I've, I've heard your voice for many years. This is it? Yeah. Are you sure changed. someone didn't change the microphones? No. Mine sounds so thin and weird. <laughs> you might be coming through differently in your headset. I don't oh, know. No. no, that's you. Darn it. That's you, 100%. Oh, there we go. Uh, Robbie, good morning. Hi. Uh, Dylan, good morning. Good morning. Patrick, hello. Hello. Um, it, I was saying, though, like, okay, so we were off last week, and that's it. Now we're here for the long haul. Um, no more holidays. No more summer holidays. So we, uh, we're sorry to leave you stranded that way, as uh, many people are like, how come you guys take holidays? And it's like, I don't know. Because we, because Dylan, because of me, yeah. Um, but uh, what a difference a week makes to be driving in, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's dark. dark. Yeah, yeah. You know, does that mean fall's coming? Because uh, it does. Yeah, it means that fall is always coming. Well, thank God, because those mosquitoes was. are like biting during the day. It was in pretty bad. Such a bad way, but that I'm ready for snow. Like I know, Robbie, you're always one to point out. Well, it's it's always rising. The sun is always rising, like a minute or two minutes later every day. Something but there, like that. Th- but there seem to just be days of the week where you notice it more than other times, and no more than when you haven't been getting up as early, and then you are again. And right. you're like, oh my God, it's that different in one week. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's sad in a way because you know it's just all this does reminding me, and the sunrise isn't until 6-11, so the good news is if it's a nice sunrise, we get to report on the nice sunrise. Yeah, coming finally. Up. We haven't had a chance to do that over the summer. But you know these are the reminders when you're driving or you're up and you get into your car and it's dark out now. They're the reminders that it's those horrible dark mornings that are dark till 8. They're dark. They are dark. I was doing a comedy show uh, on Friday night with a guy who is from Los Angeles. Oh, so and, he, has he experienced well, it? In the green, he's never been to Edmonton before. And in the green room, he's like, it's light here until 10, 1030 every night. Because probably there it gets yeah. dark around 7, 8. I, I'm, like, I know. It's crazy. The closer to the equator you are, like the more even uh, it is. Yes, yes. So yeah. Your days are like consistently yeah. the same. Right. In the winter and then, or in the summer. And then in the winter, it's the opposite, right? Right. But they're no, not drastic not much, here. No, much, not much different there, right? Right, right. And so he said, this is amazing. Like this is so much. He said a sentence that you don't re- often hear in Edmonton. It's so much nicer in Edmonton than it is in L.A. What? You don't hear that very often, right? No. Because Edmonton summers are incredible. Yes. And then I said, and I couldn't help but say it, and I didn't want to be this guy because I want to live in the moment and enjoy the fact that, yeah, it's light until 10, 1030. Right? Like, I mean, dear God, the Folk Festival was last night. It, it went to, like, midnight every night. Mm-hmm. And and you want to you want to say, yeah, no, Edmonton's great, especially when somebody from L.A. is saying Edmonton, Alberta, is better than Los Angeles, California. Seems weird. You want to kind of plant your flag in that and say, damn right it is. Yeah. Right? But you can't help but say, 
And, and tell me you wouldn't say this. I think every person would say this having that same conversation. They would say, yeah, but you're not here in the winter. <laughs> right. Like, instead of just taking it and going, yeah, it's pretty nice. We <laughs> always have to say, yeah, but uh, it's really dark. Yeah, but the they wouldn't the like it. It wouldn't be the same. They wouldn't like it. What, in the winter? Yeah. No, but why point it out? When somebody is openly admitting... That they're because you don't want Edmonton, him to bring his family on a vacation <laughs> and like in mid January, yeah. thinking Maybe like, January. oh, we gotta we gotta show Edmonton to my family. Like yeah. it's such an amazing place. Family comes see, and then it's dark yeah. and it's cold. So you have to give him the heads up. And his face hurts. Yeah, if you're gonna tell people about Edmonton, yeah. you gotta tell them about Edmonton in July. You have to, but to, in, in January and July. But it's kind of like a Christmas city too. Right, so people from LA, they would get their minds blown spending a December in Edmonton and just seeing Christmas in a true winter city. If they knew, he what didn't they were seem interested into. in that in no? any way. Really? No. <laughs> Oddly enough, he didn't <laughs> seem interested in minus forty wind chills in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. not many people are. Yeah, it's getting it's better fair. though, <laughs> or worse, <laughs> one or the other. So I just had to say, yeah. Instead of just saying thanks, man, and owning it and going for that one bright shining moment that Edmonton is better than one of the, uh, you know, one of the most revered and most beloved cities on earth, mm-hmm. depending on which way you look at it. I think you it. did it the right way. And I had, to, I had to interject. Nah, hold on. Before you praise our city too much, oh, it's awful dark in the winter. Got, I'll defend it. We've got a great city. Oh, the baseball bat, Robbie? The baseball bat the is baseball awesome. Bat, yeah. But I was just showing my friends just some pictures from Chicago when I went. And the river they have running through the city is gorgeous. And yeah. it's one of their people talk about that in, in Chicago. Yeah. Look at our river. <laughs> our banks, it's incredible. Just it's, how it looks. It's and got how- a lot of slew to it, though. That's the one thing. Like, it's a nice river. The banks are nice. The river valley is The trail gorgeous. system is incredible. The slew, though, could use some work. It's a little mucky, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to dip my... Uh, see? I wish you I did. had somewhere to dip what, my toe. Do you see what you just did, Dylan? You, you, you took a compliment of the city that you live in and had to offset it with, well, it's not that it's great. Got, it's got <laughs> slews. Right? It's, but it's slewy. I wish I could dip in that water, but I don't want to touch it. We Ugh. all in Edmonton have this sense of eh, don't get carried away complimenting our city yeah you know instead of thanks we love where we live yep ah but the mosquitoes are bad they're so bad <laughs> say something every time it's true is it like that all the way up in fort saskatchewan pat oh the mosquitoes were terrible this uh-huh. i would imagine uh-huh. so bad yeah. yeah oh you should just live on the top floor you don't, they don't they can't in. get up there Robbie's <laughs> they don't life. come in yeah it's very nice all right well 27 degrees and it's a nice week this week sunshine today sunshine tomorrow and uh, right through that does cool off later on in the week but uh, we won't worry about that right no mm-hmm. uh we've got a big announcement to make a way to win some money starting tomorrow we're gonna uh oh geez still and it was so smooth it was for a second it was there, there. we're gonna love to tell well. you about it coming up the Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. Mitch has got the most comprehensive support uh, report so far. Good morning, Mitch. <laughs> Good morning. All right, what do you have for us? We got Bolt Balloons. The, the Remax is uh, is high up, and the Roto Rooter, uh, they missed a Rooter. Sorry. Looks like it uh, just took off the ground, so they should both be high up in the sky in a few minutes here. There's a Roto Rooter and a Mr. Rooter? Mr. Rooter? I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You see two, though? No. <laughs> yeah, there's two, yeah. Two balloons. That's all that matters. Woo! That's a beautiful day. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you, Mitch. You're welcome. And we may get double runs on both of them. <sighs> hey, Robbie, you've been in a hot air balloon. Yes, sir. While the rest of us have not. Would you call that an extreme activity? Um, uh, It's hard to say. 
Because it is it is kind of unsettling because you could just jump out at any second. Okay. What? It's not like you're in an airplane <laughs> and you have to go through a lot of things to really jump out of that if you wanted to. I don't think you can jump out of an airplane. It'd be so hard. But I people guess would grab you, balloon, you'd have to open the things. Right. Don't you but, think people would try grabbing you? Yeah. Oh, if you tried to jump out of a hot air balloon? Yeah. Depends on how many people were in there and how distracted they how were. How high is the basket? Where does it come up to on you? To me, it came up to like, I think it was like my nipples. Oh, that's too high for me to climb Right, over. so it feel, you feel safe in it, but you could easily just climb over and jump. Not easily. Not easily. That's a muscle up. That's a lot of, that's, that's a hard work. Fence jumping gets more difficult the older you get. Like, Dylan, you just turned 40 last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can jump a fence about this high now. How but every that? year it goes down a little lower. <laughs> a couple inches a year. Like, I've got that fence between my ex-wife's house and, and my house. Yeah. Right? I don't jump that fence anymore. <laughs> Are you more worried like, about getting uh, over or more worried about landing? The, land, yeah. the landing, right? And, and looking really dumb getting over. Yeah. Right? Looking very unathletic and cumbersome getting over. I take the long walk now. The seven-minute walk all the way down, oh. all the way around the mm-hmm. street. I have to do that now just because I don't think I can hop a fence. That's oh. fair. Give yourself some credit. I can't. You know those fences with the cable and the post? You know, they're like, uh, do they still make those fences? Cables in the post? Yeah, it's like a post and then a little wire goes through it. Yeah, when yeah. you were a kid riding your bike, you'd always go, oh, I got to lift my bike over this Like, thing. are you saying like a barbed wire? Or just no, no, like, no. no just, okay. just I know what you're little, talking about. You know the ones I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. I won't even climb those now. What? Hmm. I'll look for the opening in the path. Just... It's going to happen to you, Dylan. Oh, no. Uh, Aaron is here. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. You know what I'm saying, right, Aaron? The the older you get, the lower the fence you can jump. I'm nowhere near as old as you. How dare you infer that I... Yeah, no, I... I remember when I was a kid, man, I'd climb that that, that chain link fence like Mario. To be honest, I don't think you were ever much of a climber. I could climb. I don't know if you were. I could climb. I've never met... I met you when you were young and you weren't a climber. I could... When I was younger than that, I used to climb trees. Like a little monkey, I'd get up there, and then I fell and broke my foot. Maybe that's why. Maybe. You did? Yeah. But, Pepper, don't you find it's not just the climbing up, but I now find I evaluate anything that I would have to pick up below my knee on whether or not it's worth it. It's worth coming it, right? down. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, like coin money eh, for two bucks, it can stay because that's, that's really far down. That's right. 100%. <laughs> That's why, Robbie, I don't think you can jump out of a hot air balloon as easily as you mm-hmm. say if the basket goes up to your nipples. No, I know. It, it would be, it would take some some uh, muscle. There's a reason I asked you if you view balloons, hot air balloon rides, as an extreme event. Okay. But we, we can't because Aaron's here. So mark that down, Robbie. Okay. Uh, Aaron's asking a question that many are, Dylan. Yes. Um, go ahead. Ask Dylan, Aaron. How is your dinner at the Dirty Laundry? I know it's French Laundry, but it's funny when it's funnier to say Dirty Laundry. The fanciest restaurant in the world called Dirty Laundry. I know. It was uh, was spectacular. It was, what an event. The whole trip was a real event. So this is a three-star Michelin restaurant, one of the most famous, beautiful, wonderful restaurants in the world. And it was your birthday, very difficult to get reservations in California, Northern California, yeah. your girlfriend, your mystery girlfriend, had made that reservation for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Okay. With your favorite chef, Peter... Thomas Keller. Thomas Keller. <laughs> yeah. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, take us through. I, I finished season two of The Bear in one day. So oh, I feel like I'm... A, so good. I feel like I'm a real culinary expert yeah? here. So well, t- take us through this dinner 
And try not to make Ravi upset at small portions. No, sizes. no, you shouldn't be upset. Yeah. Although if you, you uh, it was it was spectacular. It was like the perfect night. We arrived and we arrived 15 minutes early because I was so excited. Were you wearing your suit jacket that you had to wear? Yeah, yeah I was wearing a full suit. Okay. Yeah, and there I was in a suit, and we arrived, and the four of us were taken to a back courtyard. Because we were early. Okay. But this is the beauty of it. Like, you know when you come here to the keg or, or, or to Joey's or to Earl's and you're early, they just don't make you stand there awkwardly? Yeah. yeah. You don't know who's first, you don't know who's last, right. and you and keep looking at everybody like, well, I'm hungrier than they are. And then they're, 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 like you're looking for a seat and hoping, oh, mm-hmm. man, can I sit down? This would be amazing, but you can't, so you're all kind of standing there. And if you're lucky enough, you're at one of those places that give you the buzzer, mm-hmm. so you know that you're <laughs> up next. Yes. Oh, but I'm still always so hungry holding that thing. I know. So the, the what they did Do is you they- try and make that buzz with your mind. <laughs> Just look at it and go, buzz, buzz. Yeah. Yeah. So they brought us all back to a courtyard, and then they just started pouring free champagne to distract us from anything that was happening. And it's this gorgeous place. The music is playing. There's little, like, heaters everywhere, and free champagne is flowing. So I think we waited 15, maybe 20 minutes till we got, till we got our table, which was three glasses of champagne, oddly mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were then uh, brought into the uh, the lovely dinner, which was an upstairs, and it's it's so wonderfully gorgeous. Here's the difference between a regular restaurant and a restaurant that is a three Michelin star. Give me a regular restaurant so I can picture this. Uh, you can, I don't know. Let's do a fancy one in Edmonton. Montana's? The, the, the keg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the keg. So when we were sitting down, um, uh, one of my friends I was with, uh, she... Uh, she couldn't see the menu. She she couldn't. She has to hold the menu like so far away. She forgot her glasses in the car. Yeah, I know what that's all about. Right. So she's trying to see the menu, and she all she said out loud was, "God, I had a hard time seeing this menu." Out of nowhere, mm-hmm. a guy with a box of glasses showed up. Get out of here! That had every prescription known to man, and Get- said. Hi, ma'am, do you know your prescription? She said, "Yes, I do." Pulled out the glasses, and they had a, a pair of glasses for her. So it is really like that episode of The Bear. Yes. Aaron, are you familiar with the show The Bear? No spoilers. I've, I've seen, like, the preview of it, yeah. and it, it is on the on the list. I have a couple yeah, of no, it's, it's, to watch first. It's great. But, okay, so they so, just so gave her complimentary so, glasses. Yeah, here's your glasses so you can read the menu for the night. Then, moments later, they uh, the, my girlfriend leaned over to, leaned over to me and mm-hmm. just said, oh, it's chilly in here, because she was wearing, like, a dress without arms. Mm-hmm. I guess that's all dresses, probably. Sleeves, she doesn't have arms? Right, 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 sleeves, yeah. Okay. A sleeveless dress, whatever it was. Okay. But so she, she, she whispered to me, she's just like, oh, it's cold in here. Within a minute, there was a dude with pe- pashminas <laughs> holding them and going like, ma'am, are you cold? Oh, and wow. then just handing out, uh, what are they? I don't even know what it is. It's like a scarf or something. It's a body scarf, yeah. Yeah. So that uh, this is how closely they're listening. So once they did this, I had it in my mind, well, I got to test this. <laughs> I got to make sure this works. I forgot my credit card to pay. So I just said, God, that fried chicken from their other restaurants really, really good. That's all I said. And they to went the away. Table. Yeah, to, just out to the table. And then, then like five minutes later, another uh, waiter came by to fill up the water. And I says, man, have you guys ever tried that fried chicken from Thomas's other restaurant? That's all I said. <laughs> yeah. And so middle of our, they started bringing out like all the little uh, dishes, dish by dish by dish by dish. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the menu, dish number seven was supposed to be uh, the lamb. Mm -hmm. The lamb didn't come out because they put a bucket of fried chicken in the middle of the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) 
They got someone to go to the other restaurant. They just put a huge bucket in the middle, which the rest of the restaurant was freaking out over because they didn't get. <laughs> but it was awesome. And they ended up singing happy birthday, which was the most shocking thing ever in the oh, middle of the restaurant. I don't like when that happens. Wow. Uh. Oh, no one else did. It's too fancy to sing uh, happy birthday, but they all sung happy birthday. The, uh, the entire experience was out of this world. Right. It was the greatest tasting thing I've ever had. So did you not get the lamb? Uh, ultimately, yeah, no, we got everything. Okay, okay, good. I wish we didn't, though, because I was so <laughs> full. I was sick for like a day and a half. You went to the world's fanciest restaurant and got a bucket of fried chicken. Oh, was it ever good? Wow, so it is really like that, hey? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the amount that they pay attention. And then when they're serving, it's it's like a dance, right? So the, they hired ballet dancers to teach the the serving staff how to proper, uh, properly put down and take away your dishes at the exact same time from all different angles. Wouldn't that be like a server teaching a ballet dancer how to dance? Uh, I don't know. Why would that be? No, but like serve from the serve from the left and pull from the right, and then yes, yeah. Yes. So everyone, everyone does it exactly the same. Should a server same. know that better than a ballet dancer knows how to serve? Food? How to move oh. around a room eloquently? But to eloquently, eloquently. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm not supposed to be there. Okay. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was just, it was a, a stunning experience. All of us well, that uh, sounds awesome. just loved it. It was incredible. You're going to ask or do I ask, Robbie? You ask. Okay, how much was the bill? I don't want to talk about okay, that. Okay, you, you got all the answers oh. except the one you wanted, Aaron. There <laughs> there you more, more or less than Taylor Swift. Uh, less than Taylor Swift. That uh, Pepper ended up paying, and there was four of us involved. I've got a plan. Oh, wow. well, then that seems reasonable. Um, so <laughs> I one other on, on dinner mm-hmm. um, with all this, like paying attention to the table stuff. Yeah. Were you guys worried about some of the things that you were like generally talking about? That all of a sudden, with their bugged vase in the middle, that they <laughs> right? would hear, you know. Like, oh, yeah, we did this last night. Like, No, I wanted that. to hear everything and see what they came up with. Right. I was just Perfect. waiting for it. No, it was Perfect. it was absolutely amazing, although the, the trip wasn't completely amazing, and I did something I think that you guys Uh-oh. are going to frown upon me. There we go. But the dinner was amazing. The show's always too short the Monday after holidays. Oh, okay, man. long list of things. Thank you, Aaron. Have a great morning. Appreciate you. Oh, thanks so much for sharing. We sure have missed you guys. Thanks Thank for you. coming back. Love you. Love you. Bye. Trust me, I didn't want to come back. Place is amazing. Per person. Per person? More than I would ever want to uh, do again. One more question, not to belabor it. It was my but, 40th birthday. No, 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 no. I'm not going to try and get a dollar n- a number out of you, although you wouldn't let up until I told you what I paid for Taylor Swift tickets. 100%. <laughs> is it because the menu is set, yes. correct? Yeah. Like, they're like, well, you don't order what we tell you, or you don't order what you, you don't tell us. We tell you what you're eating. Is it just like a flat rate at the end? No, because so the, you, each, the menu is set, yeah. but you're allowed to add certain things on the menu that you, you could either take right. Leave a la carte, they call that. I guess so. And so we added uh, on each person, just to give you to give you an example of how much it would have been. Yeah. We added on mm-hmm. each person's menu $150 for the truffle mac and cheese and $150 for the the wagyu mm-hmm. per person. What on the menu? Okay. Plus per, the menu. Per person plus yeah. the menu. Yeah, I'm adding it together. I'm going to figure it out. It's not cheap, right. but it was amazing. Did you have to pay for your own birthday dinner? Uh, parts of it, yeah. Parts of it, yeah. The Pepper and Dylan Podcast. Text messages, Pepper, what about your letter? I got to go into work. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, the letter's wild. There's some buildup to it. Tell you what, do you a favor. I'll, we'll do you a favor. Do us a favor. How about we 
How about this? You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Okay. That's two people doing a favor, right? Yeah. Uh, you can always get what you miss on this show uh, by subscribing to the Pepper and Dylan podcast. We just take all the chunks of it, right? We remove all the stuff that you're here for and then mm-hmm. just give us give you us. <laughs> That's That's a lot. A, Robbie, why is that so backwards? Why don't we do it the other way around? Why don't we cut us out of it and give them the good parts? Because uh, we don't have copy. It's copyright. Okay. And uh, and so if if you miss it here this morning, uh, you can catch up on it. But I have a feeling this letter that came in the mail that has, and I'm saying this literally. Like it is lit. And uh, Robbie, I know you're a stickler for when somebody uses literally incorrectly. It's overused. Mm-hmm. All right. It is literally changing my life. This really? one letter came in the mail. Literally changing my life. Okay. Has changed my life. I am not the same person, literally, today that I was before we last saw each other. Well, because of a letter. In the most wild way ever. Because of a letter that came in the mail. Does it have anything to do with your cat? No. Okay. So it's still dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's still missing, Robbie. Ah. It's still missing. No body, no crime. Okay. Okay. We don't know yet. Fair, but it's it's too it's we need more time. It's the wildest thing, Robbie. So you can I need hear to it. know. We'll do it after like seven thirty. After we're done with the foreplay, all of that. Because when I talked to you, because we we linked up uh, uh, kind of on the holidays. Yeah, we shared accommodations in a way, and you we teased did. something, and I can't remember. You said on the if, phone, yeah, on the phone Saturday. Was I this said, the letter? You wouldn't believe, and then I stopped myself. I said, I want to get your honest reaction. I'm not going to tell you until we're on the show because yes. I want to see your reaction because I made the mistake of telling Dylan. Blew my mind. I had to call yeah. him immediately. Really? Yeah, because Happy. I was just so shocked, and I knew you would laugh about it. And it was like your, another birthday present for you. Yeah, it really was. Which, by the way, the really fancy three-star Michelin restaurant or mm-hmm. the cold hot dog that Robbie went all the way to Chicago to get for you for your 40th <laughs> birthday. You had to have just one meal ah. over again. What would it be? Hmm. Sorry. it's. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah. I also had one of the best hot dogs of my life while I was gone, too. I thought you had the best hot dog of your life. That was the whole point of your birthday hot dog that we went to. I know. The oh, other boy. side of the continent to get for you. Yeah. Should have take the three, uh, th- taken the three-hour plane ride to San Francisco. There was a hot dog there that was mm. mind-blowing. We didn't know. Sorry. We tried. Yeah, I, and that's the, that's the thing that matters. So, Robbie... Yep. I asked you earlier, and there is a hot air balloon report. We might as well hit you with that right now. We've got both of them in the sky right now. Look at the hot air balloon. Up there with the sun and moon. Wow. In the sky is a balloon. Look up quick, because it'll be gone soon. Both the uh, Mr. Roto-Rooter, roto Mr. Ro- I don't know, and the Remax one are up enjoying a gorgeous day today. Mm-hmm. I asked you, Robbie, if you consider hot air ballooning one of those extreme adventures, you know? Like akin to skydiving and bungee jumping and those sort of things. Would you put it in the same grouping? Not quite. Because my daughter and I, you know, I've taken her skydiving. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. She's an adventurous little one, this Tyler. And uh, we went, uh, I'm so outdoorsy. We went camping. Uh, kind of. Glamping. We went camping, Robbie. G- hardcore glamping. There was no electricity. This is the accommodations that Robbie shared. He took night number one and we took night number two. Okay. We broke the system, Dylan, because you could only book two nights. You couldn't ah, book one night, yeah. so Robbie took night number one. We took night number two. Was Thank, it amazing? Thanks for all the kindling, by the way, Robbie. I would have been lost without that. I got that. you. Yeah. I got you. Um, but we went because we went cliff diving in Horseshoe Lake. Yeah. I didn't know this existed. Is it fun? It was so fun and so cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have you oh. ever jumped into a glacier lake before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know if you know this. They're cold. Yeah, you want to get in and then Ooh. out. Oh, my yes. God. And we were jumping from, like, I don't even know. They should have little signs on how high they are, but the only sign they have is don't do this. Right. And uh, you ignore that one. 
Uh, it, they were like 30, 40, 60 they feet. They were 60 they feet. They were 60 feet, Dylan. Come footer. on. Yeah. Some 85 ones. feet? I didn't yeah. jump the 85 one, though. Because apparently your feet split if you do it wrong. Uh-oh. And I like my feet. Yeah, good good idea. So I didn't do that what? one. But yeah, yeah. And so we did that. And then the next day, we went ziplining. Look at you. Mm. We're pretty wild. That's pretty cool. <laughs> We're a wild bunch. I'd say. Ziplining was, I give it a four out of ten. Didn't love Sounds it. Sounds cooler than it actually yeah. is. Yeah. Right? Mm, you kind of, yes. and it was windy and we're sideways, and then we get stuck and have to grab the lady's stick. It wasn't as good. But then she said when we were driving, because we've done all these extreme things, we've done whitewater rafting, she just loves this stuff, right? And I said, well, what's the next extreme thing? Because all I can think that's left is bungee jumping. I, I think that's it, yeah, right? If you jumped out of a plane, bungee jumping can't be good. It's different, though. Ah. But she says she's not sure about bungee jumping. And then she said, well, what about a hot air balloon ride? That sounds awesome. And I said, well, that's not extreme. That's for little babies. Yeah, that's it's a little more tame. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I'd say. As someone who doesn't like doing adventurous things, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to get in a hot air balloon. I think they're so amazing from the ground, but I'd be scared to get in one. Uh-huh. It's unsettling, but Is it's it? not extreme. Okay. Yeah, because you're right. less, like it's like a the creepy movie. It's slow moving right. through the air. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like makes, that. Which helps make it less extreme, right? Because mm. so you, you feel secure. So is all that we have left, my daughter and I, is bungee jumping, and then we've done all the extreme activities you can do while taking a road trip on these roadside uh, highway roadside scam jobs. <laughs> No, you've, I'm sure you got a few more. We've done cliff diving. We've mm-hmm. done skydiving. We need to do some rock climbing. We've, They're called Via Ferretas. They're I, the I, iron bars. Uh, yeah. We oh, yeah. Those. That's pretty extreme. She would love that. I feel like going down's extreme. Going up is a pain. Going up? Like, if they said it ziplining yesterday, that's when we went. If they said, okay, you got to walk all the way up that hill, I would have said, no, not a chance. <laughs> Thankfully, they had a truck. Right. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have done that in a million years. Are you kidding me? Come on. You got to earn it. That's so. Part what's of it. left? What's left on the sky? Uh, Robbie's top five extreme sports, extreme, oh, extreme activities, activities coming up. That when you take a road trip, yeah. sure, sure, okay, yeah, that we have to do. See yes. what you got to miss out on. Yeah, I got a few. Mm. Good luck to you guys. So something happened to you during your 40th birthday vacation week? The thing that started it off was so bad, and you're going to look at me so negatively. Okay, but I want to defend myself. Okay, I just don't know if I can. I'll try. I just don't know if I can. All right. And a text message th- saying, is that letter that you got something about your name, and or did I find out I have new family? Oh, it's wilder than that. <sighs> what is a hint? I, can, I did not find out I had more family. No, no. It's, you can't give any hints. But there was definitely, yeah, okay, no more hints, right? Mm-hmm. You can't. But that's close, but the opposite. Too many hints, I guess. Yeah, that, right. yeah you really yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, around 7.30 here this morning. <laughs> CHBN FM. Edmonton. Is KISS 917. KISS. Here are the top three things you need to know. With Pepper and Dylan. For the Colin Bruce Mortgage Team. 436-2511. Or online at colinbruce.ca. Two L's in Colin. I will start here. Barbie still doing well at the box office. Variety reporting that Barbie added an additional $33.7 million this weekend for a domestic total of $526.3 million and wow. a worldwide gross of $1.18 billion. Well, that's word of mouth because it's such a good movie. I'm loving the new trend. My uh, my fiance took her, uh, her young daughter to go to Barbie. Mm-hmm. And oh, listen to this. What kind of parent has to lie to her daughter about saying she hasn't seen it yet? Oh. Because her and I, my fiance yeah, and I yeah, went yeah. to Barbie. 
So she lied. And then I, I can't because they live with us now. Or mm-hmm. they li- we all, well, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We share a home. I'm still getting caught, too, on house pronouns. What do you mean? Our house. Right. Versus my house. Right. Right. My room mm-hmm. versus our room. Right. That's tricky when you move in with one Yeah, you another, might want right? to switch that. Oh, that, it's tricky. It hurts. Well, because I don't want her to feel like it is in our house. But, you know, 10 years of habit of saying my house. Yeah. Gets tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I get back to our house, and she's there with her daughter, and they're going to Barbie. And I said, oh, man, it's so good. Right, Coral? And Coral's like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, gotcha. Okay. Right, you picked haven't up seen on that one, Haven't seen you? Barbie. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But I love these mothers and daughters or friends that are going dressed as Barbie. Did they dress as Barbie? Yeah. Oh. So my my uh, fiance and her daughter were wearing, like, matching outfits, like pink T-shirts. Oh, and stuff. Yeah, it was really, really cool. And I guess this is a big trend to dress as Barbies when you go to Barbie. You did not know that. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's such a good It movie. wasn't on the plane, by the way. You guys haven't seen it yet, have you? Arr, shakes fist at co-workers. No, I ended up watching Arr. Cocaine Bear on the plane. Cocaine. What did you think of Cocaine Bear, Dylan? I did not like it. <laughs> I did not think it was a good show at all. Uh, Barbie is only $200 million away from overtaking the Super Mario Brothers movie as the number one grossing film of 2023, <laughs> which I'm certain it's going to. Oh, yeah. By the end, uh, by the end of, uh, I don't know, like probably three more weekends. That's probably what we're looking at. Well, there. and then we've got, we know we've got a sequel on the way, right? Obviously, you I don't can't know that. leave a good thing alone. They're mm-hmm. going to make a sequel of Barbie, and I'm sure if the same people are behind it, it will be clever, as clever as as the first one. But I'm racking my brain after watching. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. Right. But how they could make a sequel. I think I have an idea. Okay. I can't tell you. Please don't. Okay. Uh, strikes in California. It'd have... be the same as this one, except reverse. Real world instead of Barbie Land. Yeah, I can't tell okay, you. Okay, all right. Uh, the writer's strike continues, which has gone on now for 100 days. Well, the writers are still going on Love Island, I'll yeah, tell you that. Okay. It has already cost California apparently $3 billion. <laughs> So how it breaks down is like, and this isn't just the writers that are feeling the impact, although you think that it is. Mm-hmm. It is the businesses that are attached, the catering for productions, the restaurants near the studios. Of course. The prop houses, the set builders, the dry cleaners. Well, the whole trickle-down effect drivers, producing a show, sure. Florists, like everyone is now suffering because of this and the 100 days. And so about $3 billion is what the estimate is. Uh, entertainment-related jobs count for about 20% of L.A.'s uh, the L.A. area's income. Right. Right? So, yeah, Rob, you got to turn your mic on. Whoops. That's a lot. 20%. Yeah, yeah, So if the strike lasts through October, California could face an economic loss of around $5 billion is what they're projecting as of right wow. now. And no end in sight, really, right? Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, mm-hmm. was giving one of those uh, speeches at a university. What do they call that? Not the valedictorian speech, but the other one, the big one. What is the other one? Commencement? The commencement speech, yes. Uh, Bob Iger was giving the uh, commencement speech. And, um, you know, you'd, you'd respect the fact that the CEO of Disney is at your university saying, you know, speaking to the, all the graduates. And in the middle of his speech, a chant broke out with all the students, Uh-oh. all the graduates, Uh-oh. chanting, pay the writers, right. pay the writers. To what the did point he, do? he couldn't continue his speech. So he just walked off? It was so interrupted. He tried. He tried to ignore it and tried to ignore it, but then it just took over the entire auditorium. I did wow. not see that. All you could hear was, pay the writers. Huh. Wow. Yep. Uh, that's interesting. Yep. Uh, so uh, $5 billion total is what they're saying that if it goes till October. Yep. And I don't know if you're following this story. Uh, maybe uh, just because I was in the States, I was following it a little more closely. But, oh, my God, the Maui fires? The search continues for missing people. Death toll now 96. Wow. 
and the number they say is likely to keep increasing as the crew scour the ruins. Uh, deadliest wildfire in the U.S. in more than 100 years. Is that right? And the footage, I don't know, have you seen any of the footage where people are I literally... Sometimes I get the news on my phone, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. People are jumping into the ocean to avoid fire. Well, it's hard to be on fire when you're in the water. Oh my God, though. Could you imagine that you have to jump into the ocean to avoid getting burnt? And then you get eaten by a shark. Oh my Whoa. God. All right, 917-917, here we go, Pepper oh, and Bill Why do you gotta do it now? It's, this is a... Right now? Would you rather be on fire or eaten by a shark? This is actually happening to people, Pepper. Yeah, I, I probably shark. You'd rather be eaten by a shark? Yeah. Quick? I, I assume it'd be quick. No, but what if they just get your leg? I saw a story of a shark that got a girl's two legs. <sighs> girl's still alive. I don't like playing the game. It's a tough time getting around now. Feel like hard it's... to tread water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can make the cake. Game. You can't ride the bike, though. You know? Oh, you really? Don't God, believe it. would be horrible. Is... This is not something we should be doing. I'm going to end it with those are the three things you need to know. Two awful ways to go is all I'm saying. Really brutal. Thank you for that. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. Armit, good morning. Hello. Uh, For many of us, this might be the first person we've met who was able to get the code and get tickets to one of the Taylor Swift concerts. How much did you end up paying for the tickets? Um, less than $500 each for floor. Oh, okay. That's I mean, it's, really good. It sounds outrageous, but given what people have been paying on the secondary markets, it's a steal of a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really was. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the highest, 10 being the lowest, what what level of Taylor Swift fan are you? Um, I would probably put myself at a 3 or a 2. Okay. Okay. So there's a, there's a space there where you say, I could miss it. If it were worth it, I would miss it. Well, like, if, if I was paying $1,200, I don't think I would go. Um, I definitely had a budget in mind before mm-hmm. going into the sale. Right. Um, so I'm glad that I was able to get in within my budget, for sure. Well, if things start to get a little desperate for you in the next year, and remember, Taylor Swift in Toronto isn't until November 2024. Right. If things start to get, little, get a little desperate, you can do something I like to call playing the Taylor Swift stock market. <laughs> what is this? Okay, it's a very volatile stock, Dylan. Actually, it's not. It's a very consistent stock. <laughs> yeah. All right. You invest on a front end like you did, Parmeet, where you paid $435 per ticket. And then yeah. you just watch it go up on the secondary oh, market. You're going to be part of the problem. And then. you go up and up and up until some idiot <laughs> who promised, let's say, his fiance a Christmas trip before actually trying to figure out how much it was going to cost them. But a promise is a promise, and they end up paying whatever it takes for tickets mm-hmm. to Taylor Swift. Oh, Pepper, I listen to how much you pay, yeah. and there's not a chance. <laughs> See, that's what I was trying to get Toronto tickets, Dylan, mm-hmm. so that I could sit on them, sell them, right. and make my money back from the New York trip. But you couldn't do it. Couldn't get the t- the code. It's a problem for you So again. why do you think you got the code? Like, how come you got the code and other people didn't get the code? Wait, how, I... how do they decide this? I really don't know what to tell you because I had my brother, my dad, my boyfriend all sign up and uh, each of them got waitlisted and I definitely had a huge like panic attack knowing, you know, the email said, hang tight till you get a, or, you know, wait for a code and I was like, oh my God, like this is it. And you know how they do it, too. They send you the email, and you know when you open up your email on your phone, you can't read the whole email? Right. So it just says Taylor Swift presale, and you're like, oh, I got in! And then you open it and said, sorry, I've been waitlisted. Nah. 
just put wait list on the subject line. So what so does I'm, the wait list mean? You just like sit there. And oh, it queue? means if, if people don't buy the tickets, you'll get a chance. Oh yeah, that's not ever going to happen. <laughs> are are all six oh. sold out? Or uh, the, the, there's one that hasn't gone for sale yet, correct? It doesn't so, go for sale till RBC Wednesday? Avion Rewards. Oh, I'm still trying okay. to buy two more tickets, so uh-huh. I did sign up for that, but you won't know until tomorrow. Right. Yeah. R- RBC Avion. Avion, yeah, A-V-I-O-N. Robbie, that's the card I use to give you points to get to Chicago for Dylan's hey. hot dog. So I don't have any points left to buy Dylan's hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least that hot dog came here. Nah. Thank you for that. You got it. Thanks, Parmeet. Have a great morning. Thank you, okay, too. Love you. Congratulations. That's like, what was it, 330 million people? A record for a concert signed up for the presale oh code? God. I think it was just 31 million. Well, but imagine if it was 331, that would be a right? Ton of people. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, 31 million people mm-hmm. signed up for the presale code. It says in this article, and I don't know where it's coming from because I can't get news anymore, mm-hmm. but <laughs> how to get tickets to Taylor Swift sold out Toronto Eras show. Stop up. Yeah, so, but, it, but I'm just saying it is sold out. Oh, yeah. So, uh, good luck. So, one more for sale, you said. I didn't say that, but it was said. Is what Parmeet said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't follow along. You might be able to get it and pay it all off. Wouldn't that be something? That's the plan. Isn't there a big gap, though, after the Toronto shows where she doesn't have concerts that are leading many to believe, those who put their minds to it, that there might be a, a run in Vancouver as well? Because there's nothing so? after Toronto, correct? Wouldn't that upset everybody if you went and bought a Toronto and then yeah, Vancouver? Everyone in Vancouver. Comes? What are you going to do at this point? I guess nothing. Uh, I'm sorry, who's this? Christina. It's Christina. She says she's got a random question. Oh, sure. Yeah. I really do. So I was scrolling Facebook yesterday, and one performance that came up was Elf in Concert. So I'm wondering, are you guys doing Santa Cinema this year? Santa Cinema! Yeah, we are for sure doing Santa Cinema. It's August 14th, and you're thinking about Santa Cinema already? I am. My kids had a blast. Listen, it is uh, it is something we are doing. We don't know the movie as of yet. We don't know the date as of yet, but we do know that the theater is interested, and so are we. Yeah, it will be happening. We've just uh, got a—we've actually had one meeting about it. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It normally takes us five or six to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it is oh, happening, and it's going to be the hardest get, uh, ticket to get. Robbie, why does it take five or six meetings for us to figure out the date and time of something? Well, we like to get it right. Okay. You know, just make <laughs> yeah. sure everything's in order. It will indeed be happening. It will indeed be a tough ticket to get. It will indeed be something Dylan will threaten if you don't end up cashing in on your tickets. You know how, you know the drill with yeah. Santa's I Cinema. Do. Our most popular event every year. Not until Christmas. It's August 14th, It's Christina. coming. It's coming soon. Yeah, but Costco has, like, the snow suits out. What? And Halloween. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wrapping paper. What? Well, you know. <laughs> Do they really, or are you just being a funny, f- funny funnerson? Oh no, snow suits out the first weekend of July. Yeah, I, I, I was in Costco yesterday. By the way, why does Alberta have so much money? <laughs> I, I someone argue they don't. I would. I thought we were in a problem. Didn't we all have like a problem? Why are you saying this? Because I was in Costco yesterday. I went into Costco to grab two things. Dumb. Mm-hmm. On a Sunday. Dumber. Mm-hmm. And uh, the line, and I'm not making this up, the line. You mm-hmm. know when you line up mm-hmm. for the, the line? All the it way to went, the back? It went to the back of the store. Yeah, was that the express checkout? It was the express checkout and the regular checkout went to the part where you buy the guacamole. Mm-hmm. It was the most shocking thing. Yeah. And I sat there in that line. I've done an experiment, by the way. 
the uh, line that goes to the back of the store for the express checkout. Yeah. Still faster than a regular Costco line at the regular checkout. That's crazy. Yep. Really? But I thought we had no money. I thought that was the whole thing. And yeah. That's why we're shopping at Costco. Uh, Got to get it wholesale. Though, I understand. Going. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently they uh, they have the snowsuits out. Snowsuits? Man. But for any, do you have kids, Christina? I do. For anybody who has kids knows that if you bought them a snowsuit now, they'd be too big for it <laughs> right? by the time that you actually needed the snowsuit. You always size up. Got to buy big. Yeah, there you Gotta go. Got to buy big. Holy smokes. All right, love you, Christina. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah, see you later. This says never go to Costco on a Sunday. Yeah, I get it. I know, it. Dylan. What are you doing? That's I, on you, man. I know. I didn't think it would. Like, I you thought, were the Costco expert. I thought people camp. Don't people camp anymore? They do, and that's why they're at Costco. <laughs> they were planning for next weekend, right? Oh, my goodness. Or the Labor Day weekend. Yeah, maybe, perhaps. All right. <laughs> it was wild in there. Speaking of camping, I'm so outdoorsy. You guys didn't know that. You always tease me about not being outdoorsy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, was, I went camping with my daughter this I, weekend. According to Robbie, you went glamping. Glamping. It's not glamping. Yes, it is. No. Yes. And that ends that argument. I'm telling you, that was glamping. You Because you didn't have a plug-in for your phone. There wasn't electricity. You had your car right next to you. You could have charged your phone in. Yeah, our phones died while we were listening to music, oh, Robbie. No. Listening to music sounds pretty glampy. You, you can listen to music and rough it. Mm, I don't know if you can. If you have internet access, you're not yeah, really Yeah, you were 10 minutes anything. from an A&W. We were... <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes. 10 minutes! That's not roughing <laughs> it. <laughs> Sorry, Pavard. It was very cool, the accommodations. It was glamping. You can't say see if that was minutes. glamping or not. I don't think that was glamping. I've gone glamping before. That wasn't glamping. Ten minutes from an A&W, you're not camping. Okay, Robbie, we'll go back and forth on arguments why it was and wasn't glamping. Sure. Up, okay? And yeah. we've got to get to this letter that came in the mail. It's on. crazy. A letter came into my mailbox earlier this week. We were off. That has literally, and again, Robbie, I know how much of a stickler you are by saying literally. This is overused incorrectly. I am telling you right now, it was literally, this letter, literally, has changed my life. Literally. And One letter. Is it from a friend? And there might be other an- people that anonymous? this letter whose lives it has changed. What was it? I can't wait to tell you. But he's not going to do it. Maybe now. for the easy. Yeah, I'm people not are mad at you. Why? Saying I have to go to work in 10 minutes. Please oh, talk about well, the letter. We can get it on the podcast. But we'll do it next. I promise we'll do it next. Okay. okay? Four yeah, plays yeah, over. Yeah, we yeah. can move forward. We'll do it coming up. The Pepper and Dylan podcast. That's where Taylor Swift opens the uh, concert with that song, Cruel Summer. Spoiler alert. Uh, why'd you ruin it for people? I think everybody knows that. It's why it's a single now. It wasn't even on the last album. How do you uh, No one knew How that. do I know? Because I was at the... Co- oh, no. If you follow Taylor Swift, you've seen you've seen the concert on Instagram. Just piece it together. No, when you don't want to see it. Aren't you the... Pr- I'm, I'm the type that, like, I don't want to see a preview. I don't want to see anything. I want to be surprised. And you just ruined it. I'm not going, so it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> but no, you ruined it for other you people. You might not be, but here we go. Right I think that every time we play Taylor Swift, and look, if you've got anti-Taylor Swift feelings, that's fine. You're entitled to your own opinion. Sure. But you can't deny that the world really likes Taylor Swift. That's true. She's pretty popular. <laughs> kind of a big deal. 675 million Canadians signed up for that pre-sale code. You believe 675, that? 675 million. I don't think that's a real it's number. It's a record. There's no way. Yeah. Pat, can you correct him? Yeah, I'm looking at it. It was 31 million last time I checked. 31 but million. That's still really high. Potato, like, well, I don't know potato. why you want to take away that. That's a high number. That's every, that, is that not every Canadian? How many Canadians are in I think we're up to Canada? 40, aren't we now? All right. That's so, okay. That's a lot of Canadians. Someone's saying, Pepper, I thought she opens with Miss Americana. 
No. Maybe okay. maybe now. She's changing her set, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of neat. Well, maybe it is Miss Americana. I can't remember. It was hot that day. <laughs> Who's this on the you? phone, Robbie? Stacy? Hi, Stacy. Yeah. yeah, hi. Hi. So this is what we'll do every time we play Taylor Swift. Okay. If you have tickets to Taylor Swift, you get a yeehaw right on. Oh, nice. Guess what Stacy has? Tickets to Taylor Swift? Tickets. Yeah. Yeehaw! Right on! Oh, you were it's one. better, though. So I have tickets to Toronto that yep. my cousin wanted, but I'm actually already going to see her in Stockholm in May. Ooh, oh, wow. You are traveling. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're... Well, listen. Why... <laughs> Now listen, you you're going to see her already. You took somebody's tickets to somebody who's not going to see her. You're you trying little, to do the same thing to sell them, okay? <laughs> to make my money the back. Tickets, the tickets for Toronto are for my cousin. I just got the code. You didn't even buy them for mm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm already going to see her. I mean, it all makes sense what you're saying. I'm just mad because I didn't get a code to buy tickets to sell them to make my money back from the time I paid way too much for them. <laughs> right. Um, how much were the tickets that you purchased? Um, so we're in, they're in the 200 section and they row 11 or 12 or something like that. So like almost at the top of the section and with ta- with like all the taxes and fees, they were 350 each. That's really not that bad. It sounds extreme, no. but that's what concerts pretty much cost. What did you pay for Metallica, Robbie? Oh, 500? Yeah. That's what concerts yeah. cost nowadays. I, I have my floor seats in Sweden though were not even $200 a person. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. 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 Well, let's give her a yeehaw right on. Yeehaw right on. <laughs> if your cousin ticks you off in the next couple, of, in the next, you know, eight, nine months, let us know. Okay. All right. Because you can play that valuable Taylor Swift stock market and make that money back. Yeah. No problem. Okay. See you later. Okay. Bye. All right. 31 million people tried to get Taylor Swift. That is crazy. I mean, that really is. Well, like I told you, though, my fiance's friend got the code. It's the only person I know that got the code. And the tickets she was able to get that were available to her were directly behind the stage. And I thought, you mean like side stage? She said, no, obstructed view behind the stage, which leads me to believe that Skydome, Rogers Center, is selling all of the tickets. Oh, wow. Like when I went to New York and most stadiums, they don't sell behind the stage. Right. right? They wouldn't do that to you. Ah. Not in Toronto. The big smoke, right. hog town. They'll do anything. Is that right? Yeah, yeah it was Torontonians. Toron, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we're hearing you. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. This is wild. Is I this, don't think you're going to believe this. Is this Robbie? the letter? This mm-hmm. is the letter that came in the mail that has changed my life. Changed my life. And there may be other people. I don't think there's anyone this, else that there's is like maybe this. Maybe other people that could get this letter that they um they have they don't know that they might get this letter. But it will literally change your life. So there's a bit of a backstory. So is this is it is it spam? Is it something that came to you directly? No. Yeah. It was it was addressed It was to actually you. addressed to my ex-wife. Oh, okay. It actually came to her mailbox, but it just sounds cooler to say it came to mine. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay. Whatever. We sure. live b- beside yep. behind each other. Okay. Like, okay. So. You probably share the same super box, for God's <laughs> sake. It's that close, yeah. So, my ex-wife and her partner are getting prepared to buy a house. Mm-hmm. I know she lives in Calgary and she lives here. I can't explain it. They're getting re- I think they have bought a house, right? But she was going through the um, the financing portion of it. 
And because my ex and I have not officially legally divorced, just because, you know, it's on the things to do pile. It's like cleaning the windows Haven't you this been summer. separated for like seven years? So long, it just feels like we're divorced. Okay. Right? But because we haven't filed for divorce, the bank has said, well, we need like a separation agreement. or We have nothing on paper. Right? Right. Except some nasty emails that went back and forth between each other. But that's a different thing. <laughs> so right? as far as the government is concerned, you're married. As far as the government is concerned, yeah, we tick separated on like our taxes and stuff, but there's there's no legal document that says we we just never got around to doing it because right. it was so amicable, right? Right, right. And so we've just been living life for that for like that for what has it been? Six years? Six years, right? Yeah, just living life like always saying, you know what, one of these days we gotta we should probably get divorced, you know. And, well, and you're both uh, and we're with other people so now right. it's kind of like we really got to get around to doing this so anyway her hand was forced when she went to get financing for this house that she's buying with her partner right and they said well we need a, 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 a divorce certificate or a separation agreement she's like oh we don't have any of that and they're like okay well tell you what you get your wedding certificate and then we can kind of work around it and figure it out right we need some sort of evidence blah 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 so she called me and she says, do you have the wedding certificate? And I have a basement with boxes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, probably, but I didn't want to go through those. So I said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Way and to help her out. So, And then she said, um, oh, okay, well, what do we do? And I said, well, I'm sure that we got married in, in, um, in Mexico, but and then um, lived in Vancouver when we got married, right? Oh. So I said, well, I'm assuming if you just kind of write BC Registry, send them an email or contact them, and they'll send you a copy of it, and we'll be fine, right? And uh, so she did that. And now, when we got married, it was 2001. It was a beach wedding in Mexico. Oh, no. Right? And before we went for the wedding, we had to get our uh, marriage license in Vancouver, and we had to get a blood test done in Vancouver. And then we had to take that the results. What's the blood test for? I, I, to prove if you're not related, I guess. That's oh. good that they do that. I yeah. didn't know they did. And then we had to, uh, uh, and then we took that the results of that to Mexico and that paperwork. Does to everyone have to do a blood test, or were they questioning that for you? <laughs> I don't know. I just did what we were told. All right, okay. So we get to Mexico and we do that, and they get they do this this beautiful ceremony on the beach, and it's in Spanish, and her mother speaks Spanish, so she translated. It was a wonderful day. And then they hand you the document, and it's the Mexican wedding certificate, and it's all in Spanish. And they tell you when you get home, you've got to translate it to English, and then submit it to like your country, and then you'll you'll be married. And we said, yep, not a problem. In the pile it went. Right. And much like our divorce, right, it was in the to-do pile. Oh, no. Still under washing windows, Dylan, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to last week, and Kristen gets a response in the mail from BC Registries. It says, there is no record of Kristen Patrick and Rob Patrick being married, or Kristen Reinhardt, I guess, and Rob Patrick being married. Oh, no. You guys, we're not married. <laughs> you were that was never a sham married. wedding. I was never married. Oh, my God. We are not legally married, except in Mexico, I guess. So, <laughs> but I can't right. read Spanish, so I don't know. Like, that's a serious... We never translated it. So this is a serious issue. Well, it's not it's an just, issue. It's yeah. nothing. No, tax it's awesome. Fraud. No, because you've done your taxes joint. But that's okay. Ta- you, tax fraud. That we were do it. Uh, we were common law. Common law, yeah. So we were like common law, husband and wife, but not legally married. So since 2001, I thought she was my wife. Mm-hmm. She was just my girlfriend. Right. Well, my fiance, I guess. <laughs> that's the yeah. world's longest engagement. So you have True. two fiancés. 
Yes, yes, Robbie. I have two feelings. <laughs> oh my God! That's right. Oh, oh no! No, we were never legally married. This is wild. And then so I was like, "Look, how did you change your name, your, your last name?" And she's like, "I just remember I went and got my new driver's license." Well, anybody could change their name for a fee. I, I guess, and that's all she did. So what? So I found <laughs> out over twenty years later that that. Relationship that I thought I had, mm-hmm. I didn't have. Maybe that's oh why it didn't work. God, maybe <laughs> we called off the wedding. I guess. Yeah, that's is what, what we did. Is. But are you? We sure? had a ceremony on the beach, but as anybody who's done a destination wedding knows, and probably knew a lot better, as anybody who's had a destination wedding uh, has listened, <laughs> that you're supposed to go home. You either do it ahead of time, like the legal stuff. Yeah, I thought most people do home, that. We just never did it. Right. It was all the way downtown. We knew there'd be a lineup. The whole thing. Right. Someone asking a question. Good question too. Do yeah. you have to get divorced in Mexico? I think so long as we don't get married again in Mexico, we're good. Mm, okay. Right? Well, yeah, because you were never married, so you would never have to get we're divorced. We're only married in Mexico. Oh. That's it. So are you sure you can't get in trouble? I'm 100 No, I don't know. Does he sound sure about anything? <laughs> I, I, like a tax- as sure as I am we were married, Robbie. Because you get, don't people get married sometimes for the tax breaks? Yeah, or citizenship. Stuff like that. So yeah. you you could get found out. But you don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't no, have to get a divorce. Yeah, exactly. We, we were common law, Robbie. We were as good as married. Common law and married are pretty much interchangeable, except you don't have to legally get divorced, mm. as far as I know. Mm. Like, you still have to do separation agreements and, and things with, uh, with you know, so child support and, and division of assets. You still have to do that if you're common law. Right. Um, but uh, we've been so agreeable on, a, on all of that. There's no reason to consult a lawyer. There's no reason to put any of it on paper. So we're just moving forward like we just were dating. We were just having a good time. It makes it way easier. It makes it way easier. Except for your kids now are. Oh, my daughter was like, wait, what what are you talking about? And then my daughter and my son. Now my son, the first thing he said when he got home from Europe and we told him the funny story, he's like, Mm. so does that make me a bastard? (laughs) And I'm like, I think it does, Riley. I really think it does. It really is. Yeah. So not to to get cynical about marriage or anything, but what is the point? Of getting married? If, if you don't need it. Well, just some people view it as important and an important step to so make. So it's a in, ceremony. In a you did the ceremony. We did the ceremony, but we didn't legally file in Canada. Therefore, there is no evidence that we were ever married in Canada. Weird. Yeah, I mean, it's good, I guess. Isn't that crazy, though? So you've had zero failed marriages. Yes. I've never been married, Dylan. But you've had a lot of failed relationships. Exactly. <laughs> but but never. So like this whole thing is I want to get married once. I don't want to get divorced. You hear that all the time yeah, on yeah, Love yeah. Island, by yeah, the way. Yeah, And I'm all, I, I would always roll my eyes and go, yeah, good luck, right? Right. Of course, nobody get, enters into a marriage thinking they're going to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I'm entering into a marriage. I've never been divorced. Look at that. Interesting. So my ex and I, as we're both getting ready to to prepare to be married, right? But not to each other. There you have it. It'll be our first marriages. <laughs> it's so strange. It is odd that that happened. Isn't that crazy? Were you happy when you got this? I just I can't get over how funny I thought it was. <laughs> it was funny because there was, if you remember, years and years ago, I always suspected there was something we didn't. It was one of those things. Why aren't we? What? What, God, what was that thing I was supposed to do? You know, and it just kind of, for 20 years. That has going, led to all of your anxiety. I was supposed to do something. What was oh. it? And it turned out it was to take that paperwork downtown, right? Hmm. And I never did. 
Again, who wants to take paperwork downtown? Well, it sounds you like you that off to. as much as possible. There's yeah. no ill effects from it. Other than we're not married. And I've got a bastard son, apparently. Oh. <laughs> and Poor daughter. guy. That, that is yeah, that's crazy. a huge lapse, though. Yeah. And, it, and to be, like, totally honest, just from a technical standpoint, it's a weight off our shoulders that we don't have to, oh, okay, I guess we don't have one less thing we have to do, right? We don't have to pay for the divorce and, and all of that. We're just already, we just never Someone got married. texting says, sorry, Pepper, you are legally married. Because I guess common law is legal, is that, I guess? Well, I guess, but uh, yeah, there's but no... But you haven't been living together for how long? Exactly, there's no divorce papers needed. The bank was like, well, okay, well, one less thing we have to do. Easy enough. So are you going to marry this next one? Well, I don't know how. You don't need to. (laughs) (laughs) The Pepper and Dylan Podcast. Uh, A good question came in uh, following on, Dylan, your report in the three things you need to know about that, uh, the fire in Maui. Yeah. And the hurricane winds making it even worse and jumping, choosing between the fire and jumping into the ocean and the winds and the hurricane in the ocean. It's horrific. But Zach asked... Isn't that a typhoon if it's in the Pacific Ocean? So here's your thing that you're going to go like, wow, thanks, Pepper and Dylan Show. I didn't think I'd learn something by listening to this trash heap. Mm. Here's your thing, okay? A typhoon is north, or sorry, a uh, hurricane, North Atlantic, Central North Pacific, Eastern North Pacific, like Florida, the Gulf of, that whole deal. Gulf of Mexico or whatever it is. Okay, yeah. Right? yeah. Gulf of yeah. That's a hurricane. Northwest Pacific Ocean, East Asia, Indian Ocean, typhoon. Just oh. because of where it is. Yeah. They're the same thing. This is the confusing. It's like scotch, whiskey, or rye. Right. They're all the same thing, but they're named different where you get it. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. confusing. But my question is this. They all give you a headache. Though. So if, they do. if East Asia, Indian Ocean, that whole area there. Right? If that's considered a typhoon, okay. and if you're in Australia, as is famously known, I think it's top five things Australia is known for coming up, okay. but it's one of the top five, is that their toilets flush the opposite way as ours do. Mm-hmm. do. Does a typhoon move the opposite way that a hurricane does? <laughs> like, do hurricanes go clockwise and typhoons go counterclockwise, or is it all just hit and miss willy-nilly? Good question. Yeah, I don't know the answer to Robbie, that. Robbie, look that up. Do, do, do hurricanes go one way and typhoons go the other way? Is that the big difference as well? No, because if you're toi- be. because if you're in the south the southern hemisphere, your toilet goes the other way. Correct? No, I think that was a Simpsons episode you watched. Yeah. No, that's real. I don't think it is. Pat, that's you're a- you're into electricity. Yeah, that's a real thing. So you oh, work next goodness. to plumbers, yes, yeah. right? Because the gravity works differently, right? You, you could it's all, everything's upside down and backwards. You so. could stand in one spot and it would go one way, and then move over three feet and it goes the other way. Yeah, if you're on the equator, that's right. Thank you, Pat. No way. So are 100%. typhoons the same way? That I don't know. And hurricanes, Robbie, what do you have? Yes, apparently it is true. This is what Google says when you first... Listen up, everybody. This segment is so educational. The storms rotate counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere and clockwise in the southern hemisphere. So hurricanes are counterclockwise. Typhoons are clockwise. It would seem so. That's a big difference. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the wind's coming at you from the right. I don't know if that makes it weird. Different. Or the left, you see. But that also depends don't know on that. how you're standing. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever. Jill, pretty rewarding that you heard all that? I heard all that, yeah. And? <laughs> that was the end. <laughs> pretty rewarding, right? <laughs> it was interesting. Not bad for first it. thing Monday morning, huh? Not bad. It's uh, the first thing I learned today, so uh, there you go. Uh, Jill's got a question here. Uh, what is it, Jill? 
Um, I heard that you went camping, and then yep. Robbie said it was not really camping it was, because it was of A&W. Because Robbie is like <laughs> the only person that can camp, apparently. Everybody else isn't roughing it the way Robbie's roughing it. He's, no, no. You know, he's, he's a little high on his camping. But he, he did say you were 10 minutes away from an A&W. doesn't sound too campy. doesn't matter. I don't think that matters, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just want you to get it right. That like you need to know what you're in for. That's glamping. If you agree to go camping one day, you're going to be in for a you know that a rude awakening. I think there's I think there's like Robbie camping, like backcountry camping. Then there's well, camping, and then there's glamping. There's like three. Yeah, you don't camp, Dylan or uh, Robbie. You risk your life. Well, sometimes you climb mountains and live like on a mountain. Well, sometimes, right? That's not camping. That's a different level. Now, we went cam- my daughter and I went camping this weekend. I disagree. Okay, here we go. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> did you put up a tent? No. No. Oh, well, that's one of my things. He, did, right, he here, did not have here's to what say we're gonna anything. Do. We're going to do point-counterpoint. Dylan, Jill, Pat, you guys decide after point-counterpoint. Okay. We're going to go back and forth, Robbie. I'm going to give a point on why it was camping. You give a point on why it was glamping. And then the jury will decide. Okay. Oh, I like it. We each get to make five points. I'll yeah. go first. It was cold at night. That's a good point. It's, it's cold at night at home. That's yeah, a good point. Good point too, Robbie. It's yeah, cold but I have heat inside. You had heat in the glamping. Is like hotels and trailers. Wait a second. He had heat. How? You had heat. There's a stove in there. A stove. Like for Dylan. One of the warmest things you can have. It was like I was a settler with this thing. I didn't know how to open it. Like a wood burning stove. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That's camping, man. Okay. Okay. I had to light a fire to turn the stove on. No, you had a fire. Talking about. You had a fire pit outside. It went out. Mm -hmm. It went out, Robbie. We were warm for like 10 minutes, and then we were freezing. Well, that's why I left all the wood there for you. There. One. It was cold at night. Okay, Robbie, counterpoint. Uh, Well, the thing, did you have to set up anything? No. Yeah. The shelter was already set up. We had to make our bed. (laughs) You hauled in a a blanket. (laughs) You brought a blanket. We had to share a bed, my daughter and I. That's weird, by the way. I haven't done that in a long time, since her bad dream phase. So you showed up, (laughs) and everything was ready to go. No, I had to make a bed. That's it. Okay, here's you another your own bedding. Here's another one. I had to eat off paper plates. <laughs> oh I ate off paper, paper plates, plates this weekend. I got Royal Chinette, though. Fine dining. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you have access to indoor plumbing? Yeah, but we had to walk. One like, it's a good thing away. I can pee outside. <laughs> what? There was My daughter plumbing? can't, though. My daughter doesn't know how to pee outside. Why? I don't know. I thought she would. She's like, I can't. I can't. I just can't do it properly. I didn't know that was like a learned thing for girls. It's hard. Yeah. So she had to walk all the way to the bathroom it, and the shower. It was a minute walk. Okay, that doesn't help you, Pepper. <laughs> okay, I've got another one. Okay, we had to the tuna that we seared took two and a half minutes per side. Oh. Because the barbecue didn't get very hot. There's a barbecue? Propane barbecue with we were the propane cooking. supplied. <laughs> That's camping. <laughs> Did okay. you have to go to the woods mm-hmm. to gather your own wood? No. Okay. But it's because Robbie was there the night before because we shared the booking and he had chopped a lot of wood for us. But we needed to use wood. You used the wood, but it was all supplied. $15 a bundle. Yeah. Oh, we didn't pay that because you left enough. Thanks, Robbie, for that, by the way. Oh, I didn't use I anything. had to chop wood. Damn near took my leg off, eh? Yeah. By the way, axes, <laughs> you're not as scary as I once thought. You know, everybody's always scared of an axe murderer. Yeah. You can't. You know how hard it is to swing that thing and get it where you're aiming? Axe murderers, bring it on. 
You missed me by a mile. I, oh, boy. That was a heavy axe. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, right? It was. Yeah. I'm more worried about a hatchet killer than an axe murderer. Okay, it's not sounding great for you yet, Pepper. Do you have anything? No electricity. Couldn't charge our phones. Had to go to the car to charge our phone, which, which thankfully right was next. parked right beside it. Yeah. Right <laughs> next. Yeah. So you didn't uh, have to, like, haul anything in? You literally just pulled up to... We had to carry the cooler. What was it you were inside of? That's what I was just going to say. Gorgeous, what is gorgeous it? teepee. It was a teepee. Oh, okay. Gorgeous. We didn't have to make the teepee, though. I wouldn't have known how to do that. Right. No, and it was like a rustic one. It was it oh, used got actual... another one, another one. There was a bug in the teepee <laughs> that didn't move the entire time we were there, and it was right above the bed. I was I could barely sleep. <laughs> bug inside living quarters. That's no, camping. No, it's not because that you could have. I have a. I bug had a in bug my, inside my room this weekend. Yes. Flies don't count. You should have seen this thing. Okay. This was a Jasper special. Listen, okay. I'm not trying to criticize you. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for taking steps to to be more outdoorsy. For driving down the highway to get into another house. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen that fire that we had going. I bet it was nice. Have you ever looked at the stars outside of the city? Yes. Yeah. So many more. <laughs> so yes. many more. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, so you did well, but it was glamping. It, okay. wasn't, it was not straight on camping. Pat, glamping or camping? You said there was a shower. Yeah. Yes. But we had to walk to it. Glamping. For sure. Boy, well, a shower feels good when you're... You didn't even have to pump or boil water. My no. sister and her husband, they go... Um, in a trailer. Is that glamping then? What would you call trailer? Yeah, that camping. was way yeah. more than Trailer's what I was glamping. doing. There was no TV. There was no oven. Well, there was that oven. But that was just to keep you warm. Could I be Because she always says she's going camping. Maybe. Yeah. And they have a TV and then like a, a fridge and yeah. a stove and like. No, they're just taking a little home somewhere. That's glamping. Okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying get it right. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you have to know the camps. difference between camping I and glamping. I felt very outdoorsy. I'll tell you that. And you want to know why? Because I felt dirty the entire time. Okay. Yeah, felt like there was a. Film How come you didn't just walk that one minute to the shower? Oh, I did the next day. Felt great, but the shower was so dirty. <laughs> oh okay. no! I had to wear shoes in the shower. Oh, oh how, boy, yeah. how inconvenient! <laughs> okay, so you say I'm glamping, Pat? Yeah. Uh, Jill, what do you say? I think glamping just because oh, no. it was already—it's a whole structure. Oh yeah, but it didn't yeah. have heat. Didn't have electricity. That's glamping. It was August. It was hot. Uh, Rob, uh, Dylan, uh, glamping. Yeah, or camping? I mean, I gotta side with everyone else because if we're going Not to fair. like, you gotta have a difference between camping and, and glamping. And anyone who's actually setting up a tent, mm-hmm. chopping down wood, eh, sleeping on the ground—that's that's a little different. We were sleeping on something that was on the ground. Yeah, that's the. It was a pad, a, a, a flat pad with a mattress on it. Yeah. <laughs> But it was only a double mattress. You know how hard it is to sleep with your daughter in a double mattress? Yeah. Right? It's kind of small, but. And then she keeps gnawing. Hey, you're snoring. You're snoring. Yeah, of course I'm snoring. It's to keep the bears away, Tyler. Is that what it was for? (laughs) So glamping all around you guys? It was glamping. Ah. You. It is true, Jill. Yeah, you know you should. That's what you. It's a gradual step to coming back country camping with me. You would, your you mind would be blown. I was driving home and I was like, you know, I really enjoyed myself. I bet you I could go with Robbie. Oh boy, I could take you out and show you a thing or two. I would I, like that video. Had, oh, oh, we had to eat out of a, a out of a, a, a pot plate thing that like folded together, and it was like all the dishes in one. Yeah. That's camping. That's cool. I didn't know how to get it back together. <laughs> We didn't do our dishes till we got home. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Eggs stick, by the way. Yeah, yeah sure they do. do. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. That's dial tone, by the way. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Another thing we don't get on cell phones. 
that's true. You ever notice that? Hmm? Didn't think about that, did you? No. No, did not. Good point. My biggest pet peeve about TV shows has always been when they hang up the phone, the dial tone comes way too quickly. You ever been hung up on on a landline? Mm -hmm. Takes forever for the dial tone to come back. Ah, you got to speed it up for TV. You know, Richard speaking. Hey, Richard, did you say? You bet. How you doing, Richard? Good. How are you doing? Not bad. Richard texted us uh, a question that I got so many times. What? 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 And I know that we kind of covered it uh, during our week off with like a segment that we thought would 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 cover this enough, right? Would mm-hmm. would would address this enough? But Richard was away last week, so he's got another question here. Uh, go ahead, Richard. Yeah. Well, I first got to make a confession. I didn't plan my family vacation around uh, Dylan's big birthday announcement. Well, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I was. It was fun. But belated happy birthday, by the way, Dylan. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just uh, I wanted to hear what happened because I uh, I planned. We left Wednesday. Robbie was out doing his stuff. Mm-hmm. Who knows where? Mm-hmm. And then we left. We got back last Thursday after you guys were off the air, and I didn't realize if you guys were gone that week. But yeah. I'm like, I was going to call Jeff. I knew you guys had Fridays off, but I didn't mm-hmm. know if you were – not anymore. Not anymore. Dylan is very upset about the fact that uh, these holidays are over. That summer went by quick. I yeah, sure did. <laughs> um, so you don't know what the surprise was. I have no clue. I've been. We were in. We were in Vancouver for the last week. Got back on Thursday, and everything's and been like yep. radio silence. I have yep. no idea what it was. I'm okay. like dying to know. Well, we we recapped it here and there uh, throughout last week. Pat, you were in here controlling the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if a lot of people were, were curious about it simply because they might have missed it. It was kind of, you know, it happened at 8.30 on Thursday morning, the week before last. And um, so at the risk of, of redundancy, we will uh, we'll, uh, tell you, Richard, that, uh, well, Dylan, it was your birthday surprise. You go ahead and you tell Richard what happened for your well, birthday Richard, surprise. Um, it was wild. I'll, I'll say that. I will say that it was a and it wild, went off flawless. Wild by the way, Robbie, thing that happened, and well, I kind of except for that rental car accident you got into. Yeah, but go were, ahead, there, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, so I had no idea what they were going to do, and I was really, really like racking my brain as to what would be the greatest gift for me, and I couldn't come up with the greatest gift for me. So I was wondering how the heck could these guys? And what ended up happening is Robbie. He drove down to Calgary, which I think is ridiculous already, but he drove down to Calgary, and that was one of the hints that was up on the Instagram is him in uh, Red Deer at the Donut Mill. A drive to Calgary. That's like a 30th birthday present. Right. And he then hopped on a plane, and he flew to Chicago. That's sounding a little more 40s. That's, yeah, that's a little, that's big. He yeah. landed in Chicago and then started researching as to where the best hot dog in the world would be. Chicago known for two things, deep dish pizza and hot dogs. Right, and uh, no deep dish uh, pizza was uh, on the trip back for some reason. Because we know you like hot dogs. They ended up getting one single hot dog the size of my hand. The best consensus, best hot dog in the world. He threw it into a cooler and headed for customs where he smuggled a hot dog across the border <laughs> back to Calgary. Mm-hmm. Yes. Drove that cold hot dog all the way back to Edmonton. It's kind of what it was like to be one of those people with an organ and having to get it 100%. to somebody, right? Like That's on the organ like. donor list. Yeah. yeah. And then arrived here with a cold, soggy hot dog for me to enjoy Thursday morning as my birthday gift. <laughs> well, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Pretty cool, hey, Richard? 
Uh, yeah. We wanted uh, to get Dylan the world's best hot dog. Thousands of dollars went into this. You don't know that, Dylan. What is... Uh, what is funny is I, I was sharing because uh, there was one extra hot dog that came back. Robbie had it like deconstructed, and I went and shared it with my friend. And uh, he's like, "I think this is just a Costco hot dog." <laughs> well, we don't know. We're not sure Robbie, that it is you, or isn't. You pulled all of Chicago. The locals would know where's the best yep, hot dog, yep. and it was Super Dog, and you got the best hot dog in all of Chicago. The Super Dog, the yeah. most world famous city for hot dogs. It, like, listen, it's the I'll, perfect gift for it you. It was Dylan. the nicest thing you could ever imagine. A lot of people, like my family, asking me, mm-hmm. why didn't they just send you for a hot well, dog? Well, this is what I it's tell not people. It's the biggest surprise. You would have known. You would have to. We. You would have to stay in a very terrible hotel. Mm-hmm. You'd have to only have meals from Seven Eleven. I wouldn't have to have done that. You did that, Robbie. But if we were looking at at the cost, if yeah. we were to send you to Chicago, it would have been so much more money because mm-hmm. we would have had to put you in a nice hotel. And it was right, your right. gift. We do all the legwork. Right? I, listen, it was the nicest thing anyone's ever done. For somebody's birthday, you don't say, hey, I'm going to buy you a gift card. Go to the store and buy it for yourself. Yeah, yeah you don't do that. No. People love that. No, you say, here is a gift card. Go to the store and spend it. Right. It's pretty different, Dylan. Gotcha. Yeah. I understand. Therefore, we brought the hot dog to you. We weren't going to send you to get the hot had dog. It not been soggy it would have been amazing well the thought of it was amazing but it was so soggy the soggy part was to keep you a lot to not give you food poisoning which i appreciate thank you because your friend too who is a chef we keep it on ice yeah he he was worried about that so i made sure it was cold the good news is i didn't get food poisoning i had the hot dog it was the most thoughtful thing that you guys could do and the most expensive hot dog i think that has ever existed and that was the whole point yeah it might be. So there you go, Richard. How much was the actual hot dog itself? I think it was $8. U.S. <laughs> oh! Uh, like, uh, I'm to Canadian. Canadian. That's right. <laughs> uh, Richard, what do you think of that? Um, well, uh, I'll, uh, it's the thought that counts. Tell I'll me wait. it's not the perfect Dylan gift. You've listened to this <laughs> show, Richard, long enough. You know. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely a perfect Dylan gift. Yeah. Fairness. That's very dog. kind of you. All right, and thanks, they, And our video department, Welcome they did back, a really Richard. good job. They yeah, the, good I job. love the video. It's There's so good. There's a cute video, and it's on, it's on Facebook. It's on Instagram, and it just kind of documents the, the saga. I also got a sense from watching that video that you can still find, although you can't find much else on Instagram these days, but you can still find that video. Uh, I got the sense, Robbie, that you, Mr. Backwoods, Outdoors, Stay Away, Get Away from the Big City, really liked Chicago. I loved it, to be honest. I, f- I felt a little empty when I left. Yeah. There's something that calls my name to Chicago. I don't know yeah. what it was. Almost but. like we should have sent Dylan so he could experience it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, beautiful city. And, uh, yeah, just the juxtaposition of being on top of a mountain and then 48 hours later being in one of the world's biggest cities. I still think it was just the, one of the nicest things uh, you guys have ever done. And I know that my mom was asking me because – very curious, my mother, mm-hmm. of wh- why, how, what. And she said, well, who who would have come up with this? And I said, the, Pepper would have come up with the idea, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. without Robbie, nothing would have happened. Right. And so I thank both of you because yeah. uh, Robbie had to do all the hard stuff. That's only a, a that's a signature ridiculous mission for Robbie, right? That's his <laughs> that's his forte. That's I where he's at his best. Like and I, I will never say no to things like that. I can't believe you said yes to it. Out of all the things that you hate... Big Almost cities and airplanes them, yeah. right? yeah. existed right there. Yeah. What happened, though? The question that we need to answer, what happened with the rental car? Because oh, you ended yes. up smashing a rental so car. So this well, is a follow-up. Now, we didn't know any of this until today. So Robbie got in an accident in a rental car, and he says that story is not over on the $15 insurance that you agreed to. Yeah, that's not just $15. They charge your credit card. What do you mean? They, they just say they don't... Uh, 
The fifteen dollar uh, insurance does not cover it. So, so what? What, is, what, is that, what does that mean? It means I'm out out of pocket for sure on this. How much? I don't know yet, but it's going to be a lot. Not as much as it could be. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's like a deductible you have to pay. So it's like a regular insurance claim. Almost, almost. Yeah, uh, but my rates won't go up. I don't think so. There's sure will. <laughs> Wait a sec. You they asked you, do you want the insurance and I said, on yes. the rental car? Give and you it, said give yes. Give me it, give me it. And it, I read this thing and I guess I didn't read good enough, but it said well, cover- who can read that document that you get? Who Especially wants when to? I'm tired and yeah. I wanted to get to the hotel and sleep because yeah. I was exhausted. Yeah. Uh, but it said it covers me up to seventy five thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, this How is- hard did you hit that thing? <laughs> I know. So I, I thought I was safe, but no, it uh So it's just liability if you hit somebody else. But I didn't hit anybody, and no one hit me. You didn't just, get the collision, Dylan. Should have got the collision. I scraped a barrier, and they have all. They have these incredibly gnarly barriers in downtown Chicago. They really don't want people going on the sidewalks. Right. Well, what? Where do they want people going on sidewalks? Why were you trying to get on the sidewalk, That's Robbie? That's a good question. I drove around so much. That you thought the sidewalks would be quicker? No, it's just very tight turns. <laughs> and if you're not careful, you'll get you'll you'll get scraped up. Okay, so you're getting billed, or they charged your credit card for the damage yeah. of the vehicle, even though you had the insurance? Yep. So this is a message to anybody. It's summer, right? Vacation season. What, don't get the insurance? Read that giant rental agreement. So the $15 didn't cover anything? Not that I saw. No. Wow. What kind of world are we living in where $15 doesn't pay for your insurance, huh? It's a very, very odd world I we need live to look in. into this more. Yeah, I Robbie. <laughs> so how much did they charge you? I don't, I'm afraid to look at my credit card because of all the, everything. Me too. I, After that trip? Me too. I know. I don't yeah. know what to do. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh my God. I just don't want to look. <laughs> Happy birthday, Dylan. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, it was good. And we, I, it was, yeah, we love you. That's all. Well, I appreciate it. It was very, very nice. Trying to explain it to my mom was hard. Instead Why of spending do that? money, we'll ask you to make money. Needy or Greedy returns tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Needy or Greedy is something we've done before on this show. You can win up to $5,000 uh, by taking a guess and risking it all, or you can keep $91 for basically nothing. Tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. and throughout the day, every day, all week, is your chance to win with Needy or Greedy. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. The text message says, when are you guys doing Needy or Greedy? Am I too late? No. No, you are so early. Tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. 7 a.m. Where you can win up to uh, $5,000 with one guess, or you can guarantee yourself $91. We're doing it a lot every day this week. So um, starting 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, we will give you that first opportunity. It's really easy to listen along and understand exactly how it plays. Basically, it'll be like this. Hey, Robbie, do you want $91 or do you want to take a guess and win the mm, jackpot? I want a little more than 91 So you're going to take the guess? Yeah. All right. Uh, guess how much money is in the jackpot? $4,995. Wrong. Get out of here. Higher or lower? Oh, right. Uh, higher. No, ah. so that's easy. Yeah, get out of here. But then, then the next person gets another guess. 4996 right? Yeah, exactly. How higher. self-explanatory is that, mm-hmm. right? So we'll do that again starting at 7 a.m. and throughout the day every day this week. So uh, the, the true reason why we're not playing it today, I'm convinced 100%, is that our boss, Leanne, who makes all of these decisions, knows us well enough to know that we wouldn't remember how it was played no. last time And by we're doing it differently. So, it's a different code word. I don't know if it's every time, but so there's... a few little changes to yeah, it. Nothing major for you to uh, be able to win, all right? Yeah. Uh, like we said, it was how nice was it over the weekend? I don't know. I was camping. I was roughing. It was you know? it was very, <laughs> sure very cold. warm. Sure got cold overnight out there in the woods. Yeah. What, like, hey. what, what, 13, 14? 
Well, luckily, uh, you know what I was thinking? Mm. I was so camping that I said to my daughter, right, that with just the people that were there, right, if there was like a zombie outbreak or something even more realistic, even more realistic than that, okay, say COVID, you wouldn't know. If you lived like that, yeah. you'd never know. No. But you had an internet connection. Yeah, you had your phone in your hand. Not always. It took a little bit of time for our Spotify to load. <laughs> oh, my okay? God. What a rough in it situation. Glamp- We've determined it was glamping. You've determined it was glamping. Uh, I still, I had to build a fire. You're saying there this. There were mosquitoes. That's like me when I, when I go and uh, eat breakfast in the woods mm-hmm. and then go back to the hotel to camp. Mm-hmm. Like that's we didn't did have a hotel. Thing. It was a teepee. It's the same as a hotel. It was built for you. There yeah. was no electricity to be found anywhere, mm. mm-hmm. except wow. for what ten minutes away at that A and W. Well, you could go into the main check-in booth, lodge, home. They had Wi-Fi, and, and yeah, and like plug in there <laughs> and get the Wi-Fi code if you wanted it. Right? Yeah, camping doesn't matter. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. See, this song is from that soundtrack that everybody loves, from that Barbie movie soundtrack. Yeah. See, you go to, you love Dua Lipa. I love Dua Lipa. do a whole dance set to that. Is there like a new Aqua? Am I hearing that? Was I, I thought I heard it while I was, is there like it's some sort of Barbie girl something remix? <laughs> What's the best way to put it? I don't know. Um, I can't remember. Are we playing it? How's that? Are we playing that song? I heard it in the States. Are we, is there a bar, new Barbie girl? It, it is, but it? it's not Aqua and it's, it kind of follows the same kind of rhythm. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it in the system? It's it's recognizable. Oh, okay. So it's not the same song. Anyhow. Well, I'm wondering things. Go see the Barbie movie. And now Dylan has taken this whole popcorn bag hack to <laughs> yes. a whole new level now. And I, I, I don't know if this is a bit extreme, but it is worth seeing. So because my fiance and daughter went to Barbie, they got the popcorn upgrade. So they refilled with popcorn on their way out. I ate all that popcorn. I'm saving the bag to see if it works at every movie that I can go to. Like I basically have a lifetime fiance supply Fiance and daughter. You're calling her your daughter. What did I say? My fiance and daughter. Well, fiance and her daughter. But you, you said my fiance and daughter. It sounded like that's your daughter. Well, that I best nice. be careful, huh? No, that was stepdaughter. nice. Stepdaughter. Soon to be stepdaughter? I think so. Fiance I like stepdaughter. I just anyway, I'm sorry. Dylan now wants to take this popcorn bag mm-hmm. and make it the show popcorn bag and keep it here that whenever one of us goes to a movie, we take that popcorn bag to get free popcorn. Yes. So we've all got popcorn for life so long as we don't go to the same movie at the same time. I think it's brilliant. And we don't go to that many movies. Right. So we keep the the reusable popcorn mm-hmm. bag here, and we'll get free popcorn forever. <sighs> there are a few things that I would be more excited about than free popcorn. <laughs> you could offer free money, but I think free popcorn sounds better. Uh, Sierra's here. Hi, good morning, Sierra. Good morning. <clears throat> Hope you had a nice weekend. I did. Splendid. Uh, but she's upset at you, Robbie. Oh, what did I do? Now, a lot of people are saying what we did for Dylan's surprise, 40th birthday surprise, was a bit excessive. Right. Uh, by flying to Chicago. Uh, buying a hot dog and flying back to give him we, the, the hot dog. The thought was to get Dylan the world's best hot dog. Right. Delivered him right before holidays. And so every, nice. Everybody thinks they have a better idea. Why didn't you send Dylan? Why didn't you just make him a hot dog? Why didn't you do that? Look, this was our birthday gift. We don't tell you how to give birthday gifts to the yeah. people. But Sierra's mad at you, Robbie, because you missed an opportunity to help her out while you were in Chicago. What happened? So my great-great-uncle passed away a few months ago. Oh. He has no family left. And um, I, he wanted to be buried back at home in Saskatchewan where his parents are. And he's still in Chicago. So he, used, he lived in Chicago? He lived, he's lived in Chicago for probably like 
60 years. Wait a second. She wanted Robbie to pick up the hot dog and a body? <laughs> yeah. We had a cooler. Uh, Not a big enough cooler. That's true. <laughs> it's okay. I think he's in a bag now. But like a, uh, like a bag of the body or like a bag of like the ashes? He was cremated. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we should have said that on the front end. Okay. Yeah. So, so you want us to bring back just the ashes of, of your great great uncle? Yes. Oh, I totally yeah. would have done that oh, if I knew it. You would have over the, the hot dog. Perfect. Mm. <laughs> Extra seasoning. Wait, he wouldn't have kept the ashes in the no, cooler. No, he, he would have. It would I be would... in a jar. I of hope some so. Sort. I get them mixed up. I'm sure. <laughs> but I mean, Robbie would have been the perfect person uh, to you know accompany the... him back and to Canada because it was such a surprise. Yeah. We couldn't say where Robbie was, right. or else you would have heard that, and you would have been like, hey, Robbie, do me a I favor. I would have been Grab all over my that uncle's because... ashes while you're there. Can you yeah. take someone's ashes across the border? There's got to be paperwork, no? There is paperwork, yeah, okay. and his landlady has the paperwork. Okay. So well, she's got some old pictures, but she's like, you know, in her 80s. What, to identify the ashes? Know, <laughs> she doesn't know how to ship them back to me. And so, you know, when I'm too old to, like, try to make a day trip to Chicago just to pick him up. And well, Robbie, if you want to go back and get me another hot dog and pick up this dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed. But can you not, and I honestly don't know this, but can you not just get, like, courier? The, I mean, I, She's really old and um, not, she just, she, she's old, like, really old. The lady that's holding the jar of ashes? Yeah, yeah. And I found out because my un- my great great uncle he was a, a hoarder, and in his home in Chicago it was actually repossessed, basically, yada yada yada. And he had a bunch of storage containers, and the landlady has been going through these storage containers trying to find some money to piece together to get, oh. you know, anything because my uncle had no money. Um, I also found his wife's ashes. Oh no! Just stumbled across his wife's ashes. Yeah. Somewhere in a drawer and or something? In, a, in like a storage container. And I asked my uncle, I said, where's, you know, where's your wife when she passed away, like back in the 80s? And he says, I don't know. Oh, and wow. so now we found her. Found her. <laughs> so what? I don't know what to do with her. Was, was they you, gonna, are you going to put them beside each other eventually, aren't you? I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to do with them. Well, so, you should spread them somewhere, right? Well, Isn't that well, what you're Well, and he, he, yeah, like he wants to be with his parents and, you know, where... And you're, where's, where's you're the, like the last kind of remaining family member, to, and you're responsible for this? Well, I'm not really responsible. He, he does, they have a son, but his son um, doesn't care, and he told me, I don't care what you do with him. Um, not my problem. And so, hmm. Sounds yeah. like quite the family drama that we've got going on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Robbie, you could have at least done her a favor and brought back her dead great-great-uncle in a jar. I, I would gladly have probably done that. the great-great-aunt while you were at it. Yeah. yeah. Can you not just send, like, and I know you said the, the landlady is, is kind of old and doesn't have a, an I know. Old. I even said I pay for it, whatever needs to be done, and she just, I don't think she just grasped, like, oh, okay. she needs somebody to kind of walk her through send it. send a courier to the door to pick it up, could you not? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, Chicago's got one of the greatest restaurants in the world. I might go down there at some point for you if you'd like. <laughs> Tell you what, if anybody's on their way to Chicago anytime soon, send us a message. We'll connect you. We'll get your great-great-uncle's ashes home for you, okay? Yeah. And pictures. There's old pictures. Okay, don't forget the pictures. Right. And the ant. <laughs> yeah, She's I, I don't know what to do with the ant. Bring down another hot dog while you're at it. Please, yeah. thank you. Right. Okay, thank you very much. I'm sorry. All right, thanks, guys. See you later. Well, you didn't know, Robbie. Had I we announced totally you were going that. to Chicago, but then Dylan would have figured it out. And who did we want to surprise more? Dylan. We knew the uncle was dead. Right. You didn't know you were getting a hot dog. No, and I was happy. I'm still a little bummed that you didn't bring back a slice of pizza. 
I, but, but then it would have been too much, you see? Why? It had to be one single hot dog. It was supposed to be one hot dog. You know I have my rules. The world's greatest hot dog. That was the it. silliest rule ever. We could have had so much good food. I appreciate both of you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very <laughs> the Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. Worst pest to be stuck in your car while you're driving. Ooh. Wasp. Yeah. Or like I mean, a hornet, but you don't an, see those. As that's much. an obvious one. What would you, okay. Worst thing that's not obvious. <laughs> what are well, you, you trying to get at? Snake. You could have said mouse. Like I'm being like mosquito. Yeah, okay. Mosquitoes sneaky, hard to trap and kill. I, I don't love a mosquito, but Pat I think has a, wasp a good theory worse. on why mosquitoes are so hard to kill. Right? Yeah, well, because your hands have like the gap in them, right? So you go to clap, and if it's making the sound, that's because there's a gap there. Yeah, get, and it, it survives. Gets caught in one of the folds. Is it? Right. I was driving to work this morning in show truck, mm-hmm. and it. Mm-hmm. That, by the way, another sign I was roughing it, Robbie, while I was sleeping. In that teepee. Yeah. Nah, I don't like just that one. sound. Just, just one? In your ear. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. By the way, if I'm... A I little, had one in the bedroom the other night. Same thing. Just, mm-hmm. what, Come on. What's with that? Why are you going near the ear? I went camping two weekends ago, and I was so tired, I didn't bother. There's a, a whole... Uh, probably a dozen beetles in my tent. And I was so tired, I said, just... Just live with me. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. Like, a mosquito is nothing. So there's a lot of ear or blood in our ear, right? Isn't that a thing? I don't know. It's one of the things. Like, there's... Oh, if you cut your ear, it bleeds. So is that why mosquitoes go near our ear? Like, they know? Yeah, they could probably smell all the blood. But I'm telling if I'm flying around a giant, let's say, let's say the roles were reversed, mm-hmm. right? And I'm flying around this giant, and he's waving these huge limbs at me to get me out of the way. Yeah. I'm going somewhere else. Where are you going like to go? Like a wasp. Though? A wasp wouldn't, another sign that we were actually camping, Robbie, wasp wouldn't leave our seared ahi tuna alone while we were trying to eat it. Ooh, fancy. And you, tr- and you swipe at it. If a big giant ahi Tuna. Well, we bought it and oh, okay. kept it in the cooler, and then we seared it. No, we were fishing for it Dylan, <laughs> out in Jasper. Uh, but, you know, like a giant swipes at you, you get away from the giant. Yeah, Bugs are so dumb. Well, uh, yeah. What's savvy and, and hard to track? Yeah. W- which one is it? Savvy but dumb. Okay. <laughs> They're survival instincts, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I had a mosquito driving to work this morning, just banging against the window, wanting to get out. And I'm, of course, terrified of a mosquito because I don't want to get bit. Why didn't you just open the window? I, I, I tried, and it couldn't. So I tried, to, I tried to trap them against the window and squish them. I like to send messages to other bugs, you mm-hmm. see. Right. That's why I'm not washing the truck from that highway drive. <laughs> I like all the other bugs Aww. to know, look out for the front end of this thing. So yeah. morbid. You know? And, but I couldn't get them because yeah. the hand mm-hmm. has too many wrinkles in it. Or you try and, like, punch it on the window. No, but there's too many gaps like, in the knuckles. No, yeah. yeah, there's yeah. no way. Yeah, I've never heard two grown men have a harder time killing a mosquito. It's tougher than it looks. Uh, okay. Remember when you were a kid? That urban legend. Is it true that if you squeeze while they're biting you, that they explode? Is that true, or is that an urban legend? If they hold on to it. it or something, right? Yeah, if they, if you the skin, if you get them at the right time where their needles in and they can't pull out, and you squeeze what they're biting, I've the never been able to do that. They explode. Is that true or is that false? I've never, I've never done it. Well, you've heard it, right? Oh, I've heard it. So is it the cow tipping of mosquito? Uh, well, they're daytime they're, biters. We could send uh, Pat out and no Robbie out. Uh, dips out. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> all, Pat. Uh, this is Patrick. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, guys. Uh, what's happening? What do you need? Oh, I'm sure you guys called me. <laughs> mm. 
Oh, yeah, oh. you had a question about... Uh, you had- Patrick missed the whole what came in the mail thing. That's what it was. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? What, the life-changing news that came in the mail? Yeah. I'm not married. Yeah, Pepper's never been married before. That's what came in the mail. But you were married for 14 years. Well, no. Not, but not legally. No, we weren't. They thought they were married for we 14 years. We never filed the paperwork. Only in Mexico. Only were- in Mexico. Because we were supposed to take, because we got married at a destination wedding, we were supposed to take that paperwork, and then when we got back to Canada, Vancouver, where we lived at the time, and go to, like, I don't know, the registries, we were supposed to get the, 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 the marriage document from Mexico, which was in Spanish, we were supposed to get it translated, and then file that marriage certificate. And we never did. It was one of those things like, you know, you put it, everybody's got that stack of paper, right? Mm. With their, with their marriage certificate in it? No, I don't think so. And it was like, oh yeah, we got to, we got to take care of that thing. And then just kind of time passed. And before you knew it, we were separated. The whole marriage was a sham. The whole marriage was a sham. (laughs) We never filed it. Kristen went to get her, her marriage certificate because she's, you know, moving on in life and buying a house with her guy. And, uh. Uh, she wrote BC registries, and they're like, "No, oh. uh, wait, no, you guys were never married. What are you talking about? Does so, she need a realtor? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they already got a place in okay. Calgary. But yeah, yeah, that's what. Thanks, Patrick. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's wild. I mean, the good news is, you know, one that we ha- we can avoid all of the all the paperwork, red tape, legal fees, all that stuff that goes into even the most amicable of divorces. Sure, right. We can avoid all of that. Yeah, lawyer fees, all that, any of that. The bad news is you have no, like, no resume of being married. Right. Because I wasn't married. I know. Which I think, and, I, and you don't think it's a problem, but I think that's going to be an issue with the taxes in the future. Well, I better reach out to get audited. Six-Toed Wendy and find out. That's my accountant, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you want to hire an accountant. You can't, you hire one that can count to six and not just five. That's why I hired her. She's got <laughs> six toes. Honestly, I, I don't know, Robbie, but, I mean, when you're it's fraud. But when you live together, your common law, which is the same on every kind of which, binding agreement. Which is shocking to me. What 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 would be marriage. the point of getting married if that's the case? Well, a lot of people think that. Or, I mean, so they're being lied to. Live it, what? Who is that, that you ha- like what's the what is the point of getting married if common law is the exact same thing? I thought it was for like tax purposes no, this no, no, and that. No, it's because like but, but here's where I am curious about that is when you fill out forms, we have always checked the married box and now we check the separated box. And there is a common law box. Yeah, and we never checked the common law box. Should have. Because we thought we were married. Mm-hmm. Now, in Mexico, we'll still have to check the married box because we're not going to file for divorce in Mexico, Dylan. I don't see either one of us uh, needing yeah. that information. But, hey, ignorance is not an excuse. Ooh. He's got you there. That's a good point. But it's procrastination, which is the whole reason. <laughs> because I think, see, we got into one of these. Well, I thought you were supposed to file the, the, the paperwork. Oh, I thought you were. And then, you know, we right. never did. Right. So we were never married. Found that out last week. How did yep. she feel about it? We that? had our ceremony on a beach in Mexico in 2001. Oh, you know who's really happy about that? Mm. Guaranteed her mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. She is. Yeah. <clears throat> 20, over 20 years later. And her dad. We find, oh, yeah, he did not like me at all. You didn't get the uh, the religious wedding that uh, no, he we wanted. Didn't. Yeah, exactly. You didn't get a wedding. So over 20 years later, we found out that we never actually certified, I guess, the uh, the marriage. We're not married. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen oh, no, if see. you and Coral decide to go to Mexico one day? They're like, this isn't your wife. Well, a lot of people do that, Pat. But I think 
as long as we're not getting married in Mexico, we're okay. Mm. And if we were to get married in Mexico, we'd probably have to right get d- divorced before I could get by. We're not getting married in Mexico. Fair enough. Yeah. Wh- who are you calling? Kristen. His ex-girlfriend. My, ex, my ex-girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> this is, guys, I'm an accountant in B.C. Hi, you've reached Kristen Patrick. No, it's not Kristen Patrick. They were common law. Tax implications are the same. Uh, are the okay. same. Yeah. That's just what I'd be concerned about. So I'm all good, I guess? And we like we actually saved money by not getting married. Well, and that's the thing. Because we don't have to pay so, for the Well, divorce. now that she, she wasn't married well. to you, she doesn't even pick up. <laughs> doesn't need to. Thank God he's out of my life. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it good? Yeah, or interesting, or strange, it's wild, or weird. It's it's just yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. Like I feel like okay, one less thing we have to do, right? Because we just kept yeah, yeah, we'll get divorced, yeah, 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 right? We would get along so well, we didn't have to worry about it until now. She's buying a house with. But anyway, I I I, I don't know how to feel. Like my whole life, my or twenty years, I thought I was married. Yeah, I'm not married. I was never married. I mean, I was pretty much married. Yeah, same idea. But technically, legally, I was not married. Well, you have a chance to do it for real. Yeah, first time, here. huh? Yeah. What, did you, what should I expect? I want a big wedding. You should marry I your first my dream wife to see if that was any good. <laughs> Just to check in on that one before you get Maybe married to this new girl. Maybe that was the problem. Yeah. You guys were never married. Mm-hmm. See a text message. Just Pepper, did you get divorced? No. And now we found out we don't have to. You we're don't done. Have to, yeah. One last thing. Someone asking, interesting, I got married in Jamaica, never filled out any paperwork in Canada. Now I'm curious if I'm married. You better check. Mm-hmm. You have to check. Well, why wouldn't you be married, though? Like, if you because you have to Jamaica. file it in your country of residence, which we never did. Interesting. Because, like, the document that we signed was all in Spanish, and it, it, it pertains to where you get married. Mm-hmm. We had one earlier that uh, a couple got married in Vegas. And they found out that they've since separated, and now they found out that they were not married in Canada because they never failed the, filed the paperwork. That would happen to a lot of people, I guess, getting married in Vegas. Yes. A lot of people do that and think, about oh, that, that was easy, a quick and oh easy God. marriage in Vegas. Because we took a whole bunch of couples down. Right, and if you take the paperwork and bring it back home and don't do anything with it, you might not be legally married. That's why I'm saying that what happened to me, which literally changed my life, literally, might also apply to other people as well. So check your marriage today? Check your marriage. Just go to register because that's what happened. Kristen was applying for a mortgage with her boyfriend, and uh, they said, well, we need either your marriage certificate, your your divorce, or your separation agreement. And she she went to get one because she asked if I had a copy, and I was like, so many boxes, just call them. And so she went to get another copy sent to her. And they said, sorry, we don't have that information. You were not, you have never filed for a marriage. How is it you can get a vaccine passport or you needed to get a vaccine passport, but you didn't need to get a marriage license? Like, there's no piece of paper that says married? I, there is. They thought they had it. We didn't ah, get it. Ah, that's the problem. Right? Yes. Mm. I bet you there are other people like this then. Well, and then that, that's the good, that's the community reminder here this morning as we wrap up that if you did have a destination wedding that isn't in your, and now I don't know if it's your province of resident or your country of residence. Like, let's say you got married in Vancouver or you got married in Saskatchewan, right, where most of your family maybe lives. When you came back to Alberta, did you have to file or were you, I don't know the answers to these. I just know, ah! You weren't married. I don't have to pay for a divorce. We're good. We can just move on. Tickety boo. Yeah, weird. So if you, but definitely if you had a destination wedding like that one in Jamaica, mm-hmm. yeah, you better check and see.
Yeah. Because you might not be. And you again, not out- like it changes anything other than just like the official titles. And, and and I got this question a lot last week when I was telling friends, well, how did she change her name? And I thought, I don't know. She just went to get a new driver's license, and that's well, how she did Robbie, it. Well, because, Robbie, didn't you go to change your name, and it's just a uh, an amount of money? It just costs, and you have to get a new ID. What well, were to- you going to You were going to go Robbie the intern. Robbie the intern. And then Gibson. your mom stood in the way of that. Yeah, and our bosses. <laughs> and I say, well, what's so bad about that? Always something getting in the way of a cool idea. Mm. What's so bad about that? It would have been a good idea. So legally, she has my last name because she changed that legally. But mm-hmm. she, her and I were never married. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, it really is when you think about it. That So, yeah. How many years you guys spent together? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Well, now a lot of people on text are, are concerned. Right. A lot of them. What, because they had destination weddings? They're going to have to, to, yeah, have to go check. I mean, just go to the, the registries, same as you would like to renew your driver's license or whatever. Go in and say, hey, I need a copy of my marriage certificate. And if they punch it in, and then they'll tell you there isn't one. You still have to pay, by the way. Uh, Pepper, you're ruining more marriages than just uh, yours this morning. <laughs> you just, that's the thing I do. It's true. And that's the thing I do. Other people wondering why, why you would assign something that you couldn't understand. That's, it, it, a, that's a point I didn't think about right? either. It, you could be, like, part of a cartel now or something. Do you have to sign paper to be part of a cartel? Oh, they're official. I really? Don't know. <laughs> they have contracts. So. Okay. I don't know. Oh, my. Wow. I guess we made that assumption as well. We made a lot of assumptions when we got married. That we loved each other was a big one as well. <laughs> do this next yeah. one better. Yeah. That's what I'll do. That'll be the plan. Hopefully. We'll dot all the I's and cross all the T's. Please. All right. Oh, my So goodness. there's your message if you had a destination wedding. You might want to check that. Yeah, good. At some point, too. Especially if you're separated and planning on getting a divorce, you might save yourself a couple hundred, couple thousand dollars. Wow. There are, Robbie's right. There are so many people texting now that you have concern. Well, I'm sorry. It's a, it's I guess concern. it's a good concern, right? A good reminder that you better check into it because we never did. And for 20 years, we were under the impression we were married. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. Yeah. And not an excuse, though. Right. True. And it may come into play like it did for Kristen when applying for a mortgage with her new boyfriend couldn't get one until she had one of those three documents mm-hmm. turns out we don't need any of them i just can't believe it hmm? yes. and i imagine you couldn't either when you opened that piece of mail. i was shocked <laughs> but i could my initial reaction and still is i just laughed and went that's so us yeah right yeah makes sense what a strange relationship we've had <laughs> it's thought we were married weren't best friends now hated each other when we were married but we weren't married it is very, very... Things are coming up, Pepper, hey? Yeah. Yeah, very sitcom-like. It is. Yeah. I don't know what we'll have tomorrow, but it'll be something. Thank you. Oh, you know what we didn't get to, Dylan? What? Something you said that you'd be not liked for for your uh, birthday. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that. fine. Then we don't have to get to that uh, right now. We're going to get to that tomorrow and give you a chance at potentially $5,000 at 7 a.m. with the return of needy or greedy. Get ready to win some money tomorrow morning. The Pepper and Dylan Podcast. Podcast.